0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Postcards Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We took a week off last week, but we're back and we're here. And honestly, we took the week off last week because we were under some stress and we were like, you know what? This podcast is meant to be fun. It's not meant to stress us out. So let's just relax, not push it, and then come back next week with all the energy that we have. And I feel like that relates a lot to our topic this week as well, because we're going to be talking about stress and mental
1: health. Yeah, so we did take the week off. So sorry about that. But hopefully you had a chance to catch up on all of our other episodes during that time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing pretty okay. I feel like I don't want to like mm-hmm. come on here and lie and say that I'm doing the best ever. Because um, yeah. definitely like the past couple weeks, I feel like I've been like struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um, just like with a lot of stress and stuff like that so I feel like this episode will be really good to kind of talk about that mm-hmm. and you know dive into it because it's such a normal thing but yeah. apart from that um, I'm doing relatively well I feel like I don't know if I've said this before like on the podcast but when someone asks me like how I'm doing I feel like I always like even if let's say I'm not having a great day um, I try to say like a positive way of saying that versus like the negative and like it just kind of messes with your mind in like a good way so like for example if you're like oh like I'm doing not bad like I feel like you should say instead like I'm doing pretty good Mm -hmm. so it's like a positive spin on like it so you kind of trick your body into thinking that you're like doing great you know anyways a little bit of a sidebar but yeah I'm doing pretty good let's say yeah um yeah this week's been pretty busy I guess it's been two weeks kind of since we've recorded so yeah honestly it's hard to like remember what I did in all of those two weeks I feel like the days are just going by um but yeah overall pretty good what about you um just on the note of like how you said to like rephrase
0: how you're saying how you're feeling I remember I read something where I was like if you think about who you're talking to, like your response doesn't always have to be like, oh, I'm good. But you have to think about like, even like how we talked about those three level friendships almost. It's almost like mm-hmm. that. But even you might, someone that you like isn't even in that three tiers might ask you like, oh, how are you? And then, you know, like, should you say like, I'm good? Like, or, you know, I'm pretty good. Um, how are you? But then like, if you're talking to like the first or second level friends, then you know that you can actually like it was said like you should just be honest like just be like right. actually I'm having a really bad day and mm-hmm. this is why and I was like that's actually an interesting way to think of it because it's like you don't necessarily want to like trauma dump on like a random person you don't know yeah. but like if your <laughs> no, like, friend asks you I think it's totally fine yeah. to be like
1: I'm not okay anyways yeah no I agree with you for there I think it's just like for me I don't want to say stuff into the universe because then I feel like oh I be know real. if I'm like you know I'm doing bad assume, then it's yeah like, you know I'll be having a bad day versus like if I'm like no I'm doing great it's like I'm, yeah like, telling myself that I'm doing great you know so it's like partially for right. me but yeah I totally get what you're saying with that that's that's true you should be able to tell people if you're not doing well too
0: yeah but I'm in Singapore for a week because we left Thailand and honestly we booked Singapore I think I told about this like in the podcast but we were just kind of like okay we need like an exit flight so let's just book this random one that was 60 dollars.
1: and I love Singapore with like my whole heart I don't know why I knew you would (laughs) I've heard nothing but like the best things about it like I knew that you would just love it I really want to go there someday too it's amazing it's like you know when you just get like
0: vibes from a place you're like I have no reason like people might be like oh like why and I'm Straight up, it's just I had the most amazing vibes, even though it's like pouring rain. Like when we were walking around, um, like Saturday and Sunday, I just was like, I
1: love it here. I love that. That's so yeah.
0: Funny. So, what have you done there so far then? Not much. We we've only been here, there like the weekend. Yeah, we were just here for like a day and a half. So, we landed Saturday, kind of like unpacked, and we just went for dinner at like a Mexican restaurant randomly, but it was super good. And then Sunday, we went out to Orchard Orchard Street and that's like their shopping kind of like center so there's like so many malls so many stores and outlets and things like that and matt wanted to go shopping so i was like okay let's just go there and then we just went for dinner at like a random restaurant there but it was really nice to like walk around and explore um so
1: yeah that's what that's up with me that's so fun i love that I mm-hmm. feel like I'm so excited to hear about like you know because you're there for two weeks, right? Or are only here for a week. Oh, only one week. Okay. Yeah, but it's like you can still get a lot done ex- in a week.
0: Yeah, it's like somewhat expensive. It's like the Canadian mm-hmm. dollar and the Singapore dollar are equal, which isn't bad. Oh, okay. but it's not like, like we're like exactly in that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like one Singapore dollar is one point zero one Canadian okay. dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's good to know, but things are kind of expensive. So we didn't like choose to stay here for super long and matt had to get to dubai honestly to like get his because he has to be there once every six months for his residency but anyways so are you going to dubai like next week then yeah we fly out on sunday so we're gonna do stuff like thursday friday saturday and then obviously we did stuff sunday and then like monday tuesday wednesday we're gonna kind of work
1: which honestly works well because it's literally like downpouring today so worked out well yeah (laughs) Oh, I've always forget that it's literally like Monday where you are. Like, it's like a day in advance. (laughs) That's so funny. I know. I know. Because you're You're like, like, oh, like talking about checking
0: your emails on Monday. And I was like, that would be today. But for you, it's still like the weekend. So you're not going to hear from like people till Monday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so funny. Wow. Okay. Well, I love that. That's really exciting. Well, next week, I'm sure that we'll be able to hear more about like what else you got up to in Singapore. Yeah. That'll be really fun cool. Should we get into it?
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. let's get into it.
1: Okay, we just want to give, I want to say a little bit of, like, a trigger warning disclaimer that we will be talking about some sensitive topics in today's episode, so um, if, you know, for any reason you, like, don't think that this is the right episode for you to listen to, please click off. We definitely don't want you to I don't even know how to give a trigger warning. We We definitely don't want like, you know, anything that we say to kind of affect anything in your life. So, yeah, yeah. just we will not be offended if this is not the episode for you. But yeah. Anyways, with that being said, we will be talking a lot about, you know, mental health. Um, So topics surrounding that such as anxiety, um, depression, you know, stress, stress management and many other things. So that's kind of the rollout for today. I don't even know how to really Mm -hmm. dive into this, but I guess we could start off with just anxiety could be the first Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I think like one thing with anxiety is like even as we've gotten older or maybe it's just like the more we talk to people and the more people are able to identify their feelings I feel like I know a lot of people that deal with anxiety and there's like all different types like some people might have social anxiety some people might have I don't know just everyday anxiety some people might have travel anxiety uh, health health anxiety anxiety. like I almost feel like if you talk To a group of friends, it's almost like 80% of them would have like some point of anxiety. So I think it's a lot more common. Like in high school, it wasn't as common. I think a lot of people didn't know how to identify their feelings yet. But now that like as we went Mm -hmm. into university and even like post grad, I've noticed that like a lot of my friends, like when we talk about it, it's more of like, yeah, I've dealt
1: with that too. Do you think it was that people didn't know how to identify their feelings or it was the, that it just wasn't, like, as common to talk about these things or as, like, you know, you felt comfortable talking about them. Because I feel like in high school, I definitely didn't feel comfortable talking about it. You know what I mean? And then now that I'm, like, more, you know, confident in who I am and just kind of, like, have lived a couple more years, it's more like, okay, you know what? Like, me being vulnerable about stuff that I've been through, stuff that I struggle with, et cetera, could actually help someone else, you know, versus, like, I feel like in high school it was more just, like, oh, I don't want people to know that, like, you know, I get anxious and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's – I don't know. What do you think? Maybe it's a bit of both. I don't know. I also think it's, like,
0: in high school, you kind of have, like, your whole life planned for you anyways. Like, you know, for the next four years, you're going to go to these classes. You're going to play on the sports team and – you just know everything and I feel like when you go to university it kind of opens up like this whole new set of anxieties plus you're away from like everything you know you're away from your parents you're away from like your familiar friends you have this pressure on you to get this degree and classes are a lot harder than they were in high school and then yeah, post-grad true. even like on top of that is like hey now you're expected to be an adult now you don't even have that community so I think it's also like situational where like maybe people like i feel like for me my anxiety although i had a little bit of it in high school it really wasn't as bad as it was like or it got in university sometimes like okay. i always have waves of anxiety so obviously yeah. there's times where i'm good but i would say like i had worse like downs in university, and university. than i ever did in high school
1: see i think interestingly enough i was a little bit of the opposite i think i had cuz for me obviously it comes in waves as well yeah i think in high yeah. school actually it was worse, like, my downs were worse than they were in university, mm-hmm. but now post-grad is, like, a whole different, like, ball game, you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's, like, different stages, but I think in university, pressure, for yeah. the most part, yeah, was a lot better for me than high school was in terms of, like, yeah. how, like, you know, I was just overall yeah, in, interesting. like, a much, yeah, I don't know, like, if it's, I think it was partially also because I was really, like, finding myself, figuring out what I liked, yeah. learning about myself, I went on my exchange, yeah. and then it was also, like, you know, I was like I feel like in high school it's a lot more common for people to be more you know you're just like trying you to fit in don't kind of know anything any, yeah and you don't know yeah. anything about the world really you're trying to fit in like I grew up yeah like in a different place but then moving away like you gain confidence you gain like yeah kind of love respect for yourself you know which kind of I don't know I think that that might have played a role in like my own personal experience yeah but I definitely think that it's different for everyone so it's really interesting to hear yeah. that, like you have the opposite experience that is interesting you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's so interesting. It also just shows that like anxiety can come up in like different times for everybody. So I know like, yeah, for some people, like, you might look at them and be like, Oh, like, I'm dealing with a lot right now. Like, I'm so stressed. But then this person isn't stressed. And they have way more on their plate. Like, why aren't they stressed? Or like, why aren't they going through it? And it's just like, everyone's different. And everyone has different, like, reactions to things. And everyone deals with different types of stress differently. So I think that's also important to remember
1: oh for sure 100% yeah it's just also like situational too I guess like it depends on what exactly you're going through like mm-hmm. I don't know it's very interesting because it's not really something that you can explain to another person if that makes sense yeah like, I think that as much as you can try and as much as you can relate with people but like nobody's ever going to have the exact same experience feelings yeah. as you right so I think it's just mm-hmm. about being like mindful of like You know, if someone is coming to you with this or if you're going to someone with this, understanding that, like, they're not going to 1,000% understand. You know what I mean? They're going to try their best. You're going to try your best. And you just have to be there to, like, support and help and, you know, but it's it's just – it looks different for everyone, right? Yeah. 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 So I feel like that's a big one. I feel like anxiety, like – like travel anxiety is interesting to me because it's definitely not something that I think a lot of people talk about because it's like mm-hmm. travel is so glamorized, right? It's like mm-hmm. oh you're going to go have fun, it's going to be like the best thing ever, right? Yeah. But there yeah. is anxiety that comes with that and I'm sure that you can speak on that for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you have any experience with that? I know that you mentioned a couple episodes ago like going to um Thailand, you had a lot more travel anxiety yeah. than you had like ever had before did you want to like talk about that a little bit or do you know where that came from or was it more just kind of like circumstantial
0: yeah I feel like I used to get pretty bad travel anxiety when I was like younger like I went to this random phase in like grade I would say like six seven eight where I had like super bad travel anxiety and then Mm -hmm. it got better and like recently it's been really good because I move like all the time like I'm constantly traveling so I feel like a lot of times with anxiety like certain things that trigger your anxiety if you like do them repeatedly like especially like exposure therapy like because I was flying and traveling so much it didn't give me as much anxiety anymore and I feel like though like a lot of something that could kind of trigger people's anxiety is just the fact that like you're in a totally new environment like nothing is familiar to you so as you go throughout your day you're not going to see one thing that's familiar and that's probably really weird for your brain and your mind to see and even like your body so yeah I think something that really helped with travel anxiety for me, I don't know, it's kind of just like giving it time and like let yourself feel these feelings, but then get up and go walk around, like kind of like make yourself familiar with the environment is what really helped me. Like going for a walk, taking in the environment, you can even find something familiar to you from home. Like even that means going to like a Starbucks or something, just go because maybe it'll be nice yeah. to like feel a little bit more of like familiarity, but Yeah. So I I don't experience it too often, but every
1: now and then I might get like a bit overwhelmed. That's actually really good advice because I feel like, you know, if there is something that can make you feel a little bit less homesick, like there's no like why wouldn't you kind of bring that in if it's like stuff that you're feeling right. So even if there's like a McDonald's or something and you're like, you know what, I just got to go get some fries because I'm feeling a little down. I'm sure that that's like something Mm -hmm. that could really help. I feel like that's a really good tip actually find something yeah, and that it kind of brings you back home from yeah or two.
0: and I find that like a lot of times your anxiety will tell you to do something that like will make it even worse like your anxiety will probably tell you like oh let's just lay in bed all day and like go on my phone like let's just not explore because I'm too anxious to like go out but guaranteed like if you go out and you walk around and you like see how people live there and like how like similar actually all our worlds are like you will feel so much better so it's almost like a lot of times I find my anxiety will tell me
1: like oh just lay in bed just like hide from the Stand world under the but covers like type of thing yeah yeah yeah. that's a great great tip I know that for me like my personal experience before traveling like on my exchange which was like the last like big trip that I did and I did it all by myself right so like yeah. I don't want to sound like one of those people that's just like you know but it's all I really can speak about right now but for example I remember the lead up to it I was just so busy like I had so much going on that I didn't have time mm-hmm. to think about it or like get anxious about it because it was like I was just like doing a million things and then it just yeah. like I really didn't process it until I was there even maybe like a week after I was there it was like mm-hmm. what the heck I just mm-hmm. like moved across the world um so I feel like for that situation I didn't have a lot of travel anxiety but definitely in my past like you know I did struggle with like you know, you're just worried about, like, getting into, yeah. like, a whole new, like, what's going to happen. It's, I think the anxiety mm-hmm. from that comes with, like, the unknown. It's, like, you don't know yeah. what you're walking yeah. into. You don't know who's going to be there. You don't know who you're going to meet. Yeah. You don't know this and that, which is super exciting, but it can also be, like, very ang- anxious-inducing as well because you don't know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Um, But amazing things will happen, you know? So yeah. that's, that's kind of that. Like, another anxiety that I think
0: first of all, it isn't talked about at all really, and I thought it was just, like, something that I dealt with until, like, one of my friends brought it up, is health anxiety. I feel like yeah, no one really talks about it, and just for, like, anyone listening that maybe is, like, what the heck is health anxiety? It's basically, like, at least for my experience, I'm sure it's different for everyone. It's, like, worrying that you're constantly, like, sick or dying or, you have some type of disease that's
1: gonna like affect your whole entire life no that's definitely a big one too because I definitely struggle with health anxiety as well I feel like your mind just goes Mm -hmm. to like all these places places that just like you know and when you say them out loud yeah the people you say them to are kind of like okay you're being girl not that you're being ridiculous but they're like how where did how did you get there you know what I mean yeah but it's like so I feel like what's important if you do struggle with something like that, which like I definitely do as well, you know what I mean? It's like I mm-hmm. go through like, like we said, we go through waves and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, me too. But try to talk to someone about it because yeah. they'll probably be able to help you kind of, you know, yeah, like think a little bit more. It. Yeah, exactly. Like and kind of mm-hmm. power through it because you can be going down like at least – I know for a fact a that hole. you could rabbit holes like you can just be spiraling and um you don't want to get there because it can be really 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 difficult and it can be you know mm-hmm. really it can really affect your mental health your everyday life like you know so definitely I think it is someone it is one that people don't talk about it because honestly we talked about it in the summer but like yeah before then I don't think I had talked to anyone about that you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's not something that's like very like I don't know what it is about it. It's just like not one of, I don't know. I haven't heard many people talk about it. And I think for me too, I don't know if you're like this as well, but I have friends since then who have kind of come to me with, you know, with the, like they have health anxiety and they'll be telling me what they're worried about. But when I'm on the other end of it, I can like rationalize so easily. I'm like, yeah. no, you know what? Don't yeah. worry. Like blah, blah, blah. Right. But when you're on the other side of it, when you're you're the one going through yeah. it, it's so hard for you to like. So hard get your mind out of how you're thinking. Right. But it's like interesting to see because when you're on the when you're on like the supporting side, I'm like, it's it's very clear how to like think of it when it's someone else. But when it's you, it's so hard. I don't know if that's just me. But anyways, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely a big one.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things that helped me a lot with health, health anxiety, and actually my therapist said this to me, not in the terms of health anxiety, but he just said it in general. And I was like, oh, this kind of applies to health anxiety. And it really helped me. It was, um, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn how to surf. And oh. that helped me so much because like you're anxious thinking and you worrying, 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 am I sick in this way? Am I sick in this way? Like you can't stop yourself from, you know, getting injured, getting sick. You can't stop it. And so like you thinking like that isn't going to stop anything from coming. Like you right. always worrying isn't going to like help in any way. But you mm-hmm. just have to believe that like you're strong enough that like when that time comes, you have all the people you need to support you. You have, you know, in Canada, we have free health care. You have the healthcare to support you. You're strong enough. You know that you can do it. So it's like I can't stop the waves, but I can learn how to surf. And that also, he said it in the terms of anxiety. So it's like, I can't yeah. stop the anxious feelings, but I can learn how to deal with them kind of thing. Yeah. And that also helped. But for me, it was like the health anxiety. is like, you know what? You're right. Me thinking about this all the time isn't going to stop anything from coming. Kind of like a bad way of thinking of it because it's like, then you think something's coming, but it's like, it's not going to prevent anything. So like, it's doing no good. But I just can trust
1: myself that I know I'll be strong enough to get through whatever I have to get through. No, that's, that's interesting. I think for me, what brings comfort to me is this where it's I don't know if you've heard this before but most of the things that like we worry about like never happen right so like something like that is something that I find comfort in because it's like okay obviously it's still difficult in the moment but it's something that you can kind of remind yourself where you're like okay you know what like I can I just need to like you know keep keep going Mm -hmm. and it's you know I think also it's like there can be points where it's like a really really big low but then like You always come back stronger, you know, like you always come Mm -hmm. back and you're like, you've learned more how to like deal with things. You've learned more about yourself and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it's like you're setting yourself up for the future to be able to deal better with, you know, or handle things better for yourself. So it doesn't, you know, but it's definitely something that's very difficult. If you
0: could give advice to someone that has a friend that's dealing with, you know, anxiety or depression or different mental health issues, what would your biggest advice be
1: to them? The biggest thing is to listen and support. So I think when someone is struggling with anxiety and, you know, just feelings like that, they don't want, they don't necessarily want to hear like the solutions. They don't want to hear how, you know, they need to fix it or this or that, right? It's more just about being there and being like, I'm here with you. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you need? Like asking them what they need versus like trying to provide or push solutions on someone. Because I think that that can sometimes cause even more anxiety if it's like, or even, you know, anxiety and depression are also very, you know, closely related. So for example, if you're, you know, let's say what you need to do to feel better, but you can't get yourself to do it. And so someone just constantly telling you like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Don't get me wrong. That's, fantastic support and you know, but sometimes mm-hmm. for you that's more anxiety inducing because you're like, I know I need to do that, but I just can't right now, you know, if you just can't like yeah. you know, yeah. whatever someone's going through, right? So I think that the best advice that I would give would be to listen, support, mm-hmm. and just make them know that you're there for whatever they need. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to also understand that like this, because at the end of the day, like someone struggling with anxiety the only person that can really help them is themselves right and so yeah Yeah. having other people there supporting them and around them that's incredible and that's super super necessary but they also like need the space and you know to be able to Mm -hmm. get through things right so yeah yeah I think that definitely for me if I'd be going through like a difficult time I would just want you know my friends to be there for me and to listen if I needed them to but to just kind of understand that it's like you know just kind of give the support so like not put too much pressure on someone etc and be understanding that would be kind of the biggest thing for me but also understand Mm -hmm. that like I'm not expecting them to like fix whatever's going on right because yeah yeah. I don't know what about you That's kind of like a tricky tricky question I don't know if I answered that right but
0: (laughs) yeah well I'm sure it's different for everybody again because there's Mm -hmm. different things that will make certain people feel better and then there's different things that will make each person feel better so I feel like it was a good advice to like ask them although sometimes I think they might say like oh I don't need anything like it's fine and I think if you are Mm -hmm. in that inner like the friendship levels again if you're in that inner circle where you're like ride or dies I think you have the like connection and a strong enough friendship to kind of not like force yourself in but kind of just like make sure they know that you are there like for me like and when I was really anxious it was really hard for me to even like be on my phone so like I probably didn't talk to a lot of people but like just kind of call them and just be like hey let's talk like it doesn't have to be like a force like let's get down to your issues but I think it's really helpful to just kind of like make if you are in that inner circle and you know that's like where your friendship stands and like you're the ride or die I think it's they might not reach out to you if they're not in a good space so if you have a feeling that they're not in a good space I think you should start a conversation and just even just check in on them or like if you live near them in the same town you could just be like hey I'm gonna come over with some I don't know with some lunch like let's hang out like I think even just like hanging out and just like being in that person's space will like help so much and they might not be in the mood to like go out and go party it might even make them anxious to like leave the house but if you can Mm -hmm. just sit there with them and understand that maybe they're not even Well enough to, you know, sit through a whole movie or something,
1: then you know, just like showing up, I think, is really important. Yeah, no, showing up, I think, is a big thing. I think that that and like having them know that they're there, like supporting, yeah, is like they like kind of go hand in hand, and just being like, like that's yeah, I would say that's the basis. I don't know. I feel like it's also really challenging too, though, to be on that friend side because it's really hard to see someone that you care about so much going through such a difficult Mm -hmm. time so Mm -hmm. I don't know for me as much as I would like to say that I would reach out to people that I really care about for support but I don't know if I would because it's tough to put that on someone else not that I would be putting that on and obviously I'm sure that my friends would want me to tell them but I just know myself I would feel like I am letting someone down or something by like yeah adding this extra stress to their life and stuff like that and that goes mm-hmm. a lot for my parents I find it really difficult um to talk to my parents about stuff that I might be you know struggling with etc because mm-hmm. I don't live near home so for me it's like yeah. in my brain I'm just like thinking about how they must be worrying about me from mm-hmm. far away and they can't really do anything about it. So why would I want to add extra stress to their life, right? And obviously, that's not how they want me to do it. I'm sure they want me to tell them everything that, like, is going, yeah. like, through my head and stuff like that. But it's it also comes with that other side where I feel, like, I don't know. There's parts of me that I'm, like, not because I don't want to tell people because I know that it would help me yeah. to talk to people about it. But yeah. it wouldn't help them. And I would just feel bad, you know. So it's, like, a really, really, like, tough situation. But I think it is important. Yeah to talk to people when you're going through stuff 100 percent. i'm just like for my own personal self i'm kind of hypocritical when it comes to that because i don't know necessarily that i do right
0: yeah and that's why i feel like if you kind of if you've noticed your friend isn't doing so well if it's like a friend that's in like your third or second circle i don't think you should be like forcing yourself in because i might make them more no 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 But yeah if you're in the first i think it's like for example like if I know that you aren't feeling well. It's like, I know you would never text me just being like, I'm so sad. Like, can we please talk? Which I think you should. But like, I know that's (laughs) not your personality because you are like a people pleaser. Sorry, not to like Mm -hmm. analyze you on the show. No, no, it's true. Like what you're saying is true. (laughs) So I know like... If you're feeling down, it's like I know that I'm gonna be like, let's call and just talk about it. And we don't even have to talk about it. We can talk about literally anything else. And I think your mm-hmm. parents probably know that too. And I know that's the way you are. But I also feel like your parents would rather hear how sad you are than like, you know, fig- find out you were sad for a really long time and they didn't help you or something. So it's like, yeah, I'm
1: sure they're rather- not. Oh, but I'm sure, sure you know that as well. Oh no! It's just hard in the moment. I I totally know that. It's just hard to put that on someone. Not that I'd be putting it on them, because also if my when my friends come to me, I'm like, no, you're not putting anything on me. Like I want to be there to support you. It's just when you're on that other end, or at least for me, when I'm on the other end, I'm like, I don't want to make this person worry. I don't, you know, like you know. So yeah. But to any people listening, please talk to people about it. Talk to me about it. I promise, I want to hear about it. I'm just not great at. Being someone to reach out because, like you said, I am like that people pleaser personality, so it's hard yeah. to you know open up about like when something is wrong, right? Or when I am going through a tough time because, like, I like to be that person where I'm like, you can always come to and I'll just be positive yeah. and you know, right? So, yeah, it's a bit like challenging. I don't know. So, when
0: someone is done like dealing with their you know anxiety or even like while they're going through it, I think one of the best things you can do for like your friends is like be open about it because for me when my one of my best friends talked about her anxiety and like her health anxiety and that's when all of a sudden I felt like I could go to her because I was like oh she's dealt with it so I really feel like when I'm having these health anxiety issues I can like text her because she'll understand like what I'm saying and she won't think that I'm crazy when I'm like I think I'm dying but she so that I think is, like that's wow. like one of the best things you can do is like keeping an over open conversation around mental health because I just feel like as soon as you talk about it with a group of friends then all of a sudden everyone's like oh this is a safe space for me to talk about that is my such a good point I've
1: actually well. never thought of it from that perspective but that's a really really mm-hmm. good point because it does make you feel like safe and like okay like I'm not the only person in this and I'm not you know because I I do understand the point where sometimes it is difficult to talk to someone about something that Mm -hmm. you're going through when you know they don't understand so having people Mm -hmm. that you know kind of understand to a certain extent obviously not exactly your situation yeah but to like a certain extent or have dealt with something similar it's more probably you know easier to go to them in the sense where you're like I know that they kind of know what I'm talking about versus someone who's never been through that, right? As much as they want to help you, support you, for sure. It might be a little more challenging for them and for you because there's like, they don't like relate necessarily. So that's actually a really good point. All right. Well, I guess we all just have to start talking about our mental health because we need everyone to feel welcome. (laughs) Yeah. And also that just starts
0: with like, for example, at the beginning of the podcast when we talked about like answering the question, how are you? Like that's even like a simple way to start is like if it's one of your good friends and they're asking like how are you you could be like honestly not that great I've been dealing with this and this mm-hmm. or even I don't just and sometimes when like it's us girl talking or like something like yeah. it's good to just bring up because again yeah, then it just kind of opens you know it the opens the door up the conversation to like, other people yeah. to like say how they feel so even if you're not doing it for yourself you can do it you know for your or friends for other people to feel like it's almost like you don't feel as alone like when my friend for example said that she dealt with health anxiety also and I was like oh my gosh like someone else deals with it yeah. this is so nice to know like it just was almost like a relief that like oh my gosh one of my best oh, friends sure. deals with this this is like it's it just makes it's it also feel like when you see those like
1: TikToks yeah or like where people will be literally like you know when it's like something that you fully relate to and you're like okay there's like thousands of people who have liked this that clearly also you know like i am not the only person right like and that's like obviously only one way of doing it but not that it is like a community but like you have people that you can kind of go to for for specific things and it doesn't have to be everyone i think that's the other thing too is like yes your inner circle is is really important and you should be able to tell them everything but it doesn't mean that you have to like there are things that you can just go to specific people for um because there's gonna you know there's your friendships with people are completely different or your relationships with people are different so you don't have to necessarily like if you want to talk some to someone even if you have like let's say social anxiety and health anxiety you don't have to talk about both of them to the same person right like it can be like you can be talking to different people opening up the conversation and just yeah I don't know it's definitely there's definitely a lot to it and like it's a lot more complex, right? It's not like just necessarily talking to someone mm-hmm. is going to make you feel like fully better, but at least it'll give you like a sense of feeling not completely isolated and by yeah. yourself. And, and and for them as well. That's a great way to look at it. I actually didn't look at it that way. So I yeah, I know. I learned it that. It helps.
0: To this. <laughs> it helps your people pleasing mm-hmm. like trait because it's like, not that you just need to be like selfless all the time, but it's like, truly that's what helped me like, one of the most things that's helped me is, like, talking to my friends. Yeah. I mean, to end off, like, this conversation, if you could rapid fire, like, a list of things that have helped you when you feel anxious, what are, like, a couple things that you would recommend to people that are feeling, you know, not great or stressed or... Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I definitely... I want to disclaim by saying there's definitely no, like, one-size-fits-all to, like, no. you know... Yeah. And these things definitely don't get rid of my anxiety or my anxious feelings, no. but they do help manage them. Um, I would yeah. say big ones for me is going on a walk I don't know yeah. what it is about a walk and it sounds like such a like you know people are like, just going take a walk you know but it's like genuinely mm-hmm. just putting in my headphones and going on a walk it doesn't even have to be a long walk it can just be whatever you know however yeah. length you, the you fresher, want yeah um listen to some good music and listen to music that is feel good happy music yes. like I typically like I'll put on like country songs or something like that or like some, yeah. some of my favorite like Harry Styles songs just stuff that's like getting my like energy pumping and uh, like I'm feeling good um so I like to go on a walk or I also like to you know before bed I'll listen to like really really relaxing like music or like mm-hmm. just really like settle down and like try to take that time mm-hmm. to like not not like I'm not like meditating but I'm like listening to like just like calming like music and stuff like that so that like I feel like I don't know it just kind of calms my body down I would say that's like another big one for me yeah honestly sometimes you just have to like cry it out sometimes (laughs) like I feel like I agree you know sometimes that is the best form of helping you is just like letting out your tears and cry journaling just feeling your feelings is super important those are kind of typically what i like not that they're like mind-blowing like ways to help but um i would say going on a walk is probably the number one thing that i do when i'm feeling really anxious and Mm -hmm. or making a list like listing down everything that let's say you're feeling anxious about like your workload or something listing Mm -hmm. down everything i need to do and then the amount of time that it would take me to do it my mom taught me that um she would Mm -hmm. always say that you write your list and then you write down like okay, I need two and a half hours for this. I need 30 minutes for this. I need this, whatever. Right. Writing down the time it's going to take you. And then you have to stick to your time slots where it's like, okay, yes, after this, I have 30 minutes to relax. And then after this, I have to do this. Right. And listing it out. I feel like, especially when I'm feeling like overwhelmed and that type of anxious really helps me see it all on paper. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You can do this. Like you can, you know, get through this going to be okay. And yeah I don't know not that those are the best advice but what about you (laughs) okay I'll just like rapid fire a few things first of all therapy
0: if you've like if anyone has ever thought about going to therapy or like you're dealing with a hard time or like a hard feeling I think therapy is like super helpful even if you only go like I only went for I think four to eight sessions because it was free for through our university which tip if you're like at university right now you can probably get free therapy somehow like it kind of is a long process but if you start now it should work so definitely like take advantage of that while you're in university because
1: yeah sorry not to interrupt but you also don't have no, to be okay. like going through something right now to be seeking therapy yeah, you no. can just go and you know it's kind of that whole maintenance thing where it's like you could be yeah. in a great headspace and you're just going for like yeah. keep maintaining right so it doesn't have to yeah. be like I have a problem so I need to go it's a great thing yeah. to just like do you know what I mean it is I
0: honestly wish I did it more it's hard for me when I'm like traveling because a lot of like Canadian therapists they can't take on like international clients for like safety reasons because if you're like on a call with them and there's an emergency they can't send like emergency services to you so I've been able to do therapy like if I ever was back in Canada honestly like like full-time I would like even do maintenance therapy like just once a month check-ins and then like if I was having a harder month maybe I would ask them to do like weekly or something like the first time I did therapy I did it weekly and it was so helpful and specifically yeah. I did like cognitive behavioral therapy which like helped oh, a yeah, lot yeah. like so if you can see C- CB yeah T- CBT yeah. or something yeah yeah, yeah it really helped that me. one's
1: a really good one and um, we do understand that therapy is very expensive as well and yes. you know as we don't have benefits ourselves um we totally right? understand that but I think that there's also a lot of you know I don't know if you've ever tried any of them but there's like online apps that you can get that like are free and it's kind of like mm-hmm. in prompts that like you go through mm-hmm. yourself so it's like kind of like journaling mixed yeah. with therapy I don't know if you've ever tried that or if anyone listening ever has but let us know what those are like yeah. and like if you enjoy them because I haven't actually given them a try yet but I yeah. always like see them popping up so
0: and if you're in university, there's probably like some options that they probably don't promote because they don't want to like overrun their system. But if you dig, you might be able to find like some free therapy options. And then a lot of therapists, if you like go and talk to them and mention that you don't like you maybe you don't have full time income or something, they have like grants or something that will cover certain oh. people with certain income. So, like, just okay, I ask didn't know that and see like what's out there if you are like really struggling and you. I know it's a lot of extra steps, but if you really want it, like, you can just try and see what happens. But I know it is so expensive. Um, I wish it was included in healthcare, but then I'm sure it would just be terrible because that's usually what happens. But anyways, (laughs) therapy, meditation, and yoga helps me so much. If you do yoga with Adrian, oh my gosh, it literally, like, helps me so much. I did that Uh, when I was, like, feeling my worst. I showed up every single day, and it just was, like, my favorite time of day. Yeah. Also, a big thing for me is like not multitasking. I always like to tell my friends like I challenge you to a week of not multitasking. So that means like when you're eating, you're not watching a show. You're just eating. When you go for a walk, you're yeah. Not you told to me anything, this before. You're just walking. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy, but you have to do it for a week, and you will see like the difference. Like no multitasking whatsoever. When you're going to the washroom, you're just going to the washroom. You're not on your phone. Like it's like you. If you are on your phone, it's only when you have you're on your phone like that was the only time you're on it and the only time you're ever watching a show is when you're like sitting down to the purpose is like the intention is that you're watching that show
1: I think I need to give that a try because I feel like I'm you multitasking try. like every single hour of the day so I should probably like stop because I feel like it's a good it. way try to also week. calm your mouth. Ma- yeah okay maybe I'll have to try it this week and then next week try it for a week
0: yes please do I'm like so curious because like Matt and I did it together and it actually like changed our brains and like it's really really hard especially like for me eating without watching a show because I like that's what I'm myself, thinking like, I'm like to do but it's life-changing if you do it for like just try it for a week and like it'll be really challenging but then just see how you feel and like you have to make sure you don't bring your phone in the washroom you can't like mm-hmm. listen to podcasts when you're doing something like when you're cooking you just cook but it's like okay so what if I go on a walk lunchroom? I can't listen to music um no I didn't if you want to do the extreme version oh my no I God so okay. just for a week do it but then like once you're done with the week like sometimes I'll like sprinkle stuff back in now like when I pack yeah. I watch videos but Matt gets mad at me because he's like you're not supposed to do that but anyways just for the week just try like extreme version and then see like how your mind feels like for example now when I eat lunch it like takes me like 10 minutes to eat instead of like the half an hour of if I was like had to sit there and like watch a show and then like wait for the show to finish and then all of a sudden I have like these extra minutes in my day yeah because you think you'd
1: have less time because you're not multitasking but I guess that you actually have more time
0: your brain just like feels a lot clearer because like for example you're cooking and meanwhile you're also watching a show so your brain doesn't even think about how you're cooking and then like you know what I mean then you're almost like yeah you know those moments where you're like did I grab that glass of water how did that glass of water get here but it's because you like got right we're thinking <laughs> so much anyways so I challenge everyone to take a week free of multitasking and see what happens do it with
1: me yeah let's and do it report. together Nicole
0: will report next episode and then
1: we can see how Hopefully, it goes and yeah then, I'm gonna have to do it now because I
0: said I was going to right just do it I please do it starting Monday and just see like what happens it's really hard Like, it's really hard. Like, there's going to be times where, like, fuck, I'm walking to the grocery store. I just want to listen to a podcast because it's, like, such a long walk. But
1: don't I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, walking and then also, like, the... listen to the world around you. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Your brain will feel clearer. And then not eating and watching something, I feel like, okay, I'm going to have to test this theory out. It's kind of like,
0: have you ever seen the TikToks of, like, the mouse that, like, eats his sandwich on the bench?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: that's basically what you do every single that's time. that's gonna eat. be me okay. okay and you'll also notice then when you eat you'll notice when you get full because when you're watching a show like i can okay. just like I, you're like mindlessly yeah. eating but then when you just eat like all of a sudden you're like oh wait i'm not even like you know what i mean it's just you're way more yeah. mindful so anyways challenge everyone to that and
1: those are my top all recommendations right.
0: also a b12 vitamin has saved my life so that's my yes. last
1: one. i need to get back in my to my supplements because I've been really Me bad too. at it recently but we're gonna get back there we're we're doing great yeah okay well I guess this episode was more on anxiety than just mental health in general yeah so true. we'll have to do another one that kind of touches on because there's obviously a lot of yeah. other yeah there's so much more that that comes into that so um this one just touched I guess briefly on anxiety we didn't even go through mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot more types of anxiety like generalized and stuff like that so we will definitely do more episodes like this. Let us know if you like this kind of type of conversation um, yeah. because we just feel like listening to stuff like this kind of, it, it just makes us feel less alone. And it also gives you that sense mm-hmm. of like, you can hear other people's experiences and yeah. feel a little bit, you know, less by yourself. So let us yeah. know. Um, but I think we're going to have to kind of wrap it up soon. Yeah. Um, did you have any other points or do you want to move no. to the stamp of the week? Okay, let's move to the
0: stamp of the week. Okay.
1: So what's your stamp of the week?
0: My stamp of the week. So if you are following me on Instagram, you might have seen that Matt took me to like a really special resort for our anniversary. It was Ooh. like amazing. I literally like balled my eyes out because it was like such a nice I resort.
1: Um, to be fair,
0: it's like a luxury resort. So it's not if you're backpacking through Thailand you're not going to want to go here but if you're looking for like a luxury resort with the really cool villas in Thailand this was like one of the best experiences I had it's like those little like huts that are like up in the trees um and it was amazing like everything was just so like well done so nice so like luxurious it was amazing so it's called the Kimala Resort in Phuket So if you're there and you're looking for, we just did one night there, which I was like, that's kind of a cool way to do things. It's like, if you go cheaper in your accommodation, but then like one night book, like a really like fancy resort and kind of go all out. Um, It was amazing. It was for our anniversary. So, I mean, if you're looking for a really like luxurious, nice experience in Phuket, we loved the Kumala resort.
1: I love that. That's so nice that he did that for you guys. That's so fun. Well, happy anniversary. (laughs) thank you (laughs) what's yours okay so my stamp of the week is i hope i didn't do this one yet um but it's like a vegan vegetarian like buffet style reps restaurant in ottawa yeah it's called the green door and Mm -hmm. it's located downtown and it's really cool i don't know if you've ever been there
0: no but i drove like i always feel like i drove past it for some reason it's on like yeah it's on bank street or i don't know where it is
1: it's on i think it's main street but yeah Yeah, it's a main street I think anyways super super delicious they have like such a good good selection of stuff they have really good desserts too but basically you go and it's like buffet so you like make your own either takeout box or like plate and they've got spaces for you to sit and they've got like drinks dessert everything really really good so yeah check out the green door but that was our episode about anxiety and a little bit about mental health as well
0: so if you guys want to hear more please let us know and before you go, please leave us a five star review if you're on Apple Podcast or on Spotify. That is what will help us out so much. So yeah, if you like this episode, please leave us a review.
1: And yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, please do. And we just also wanted to say that if you are struggling with mental health, anxiety, um, or just anything at the moment, please know that you can always seek help. So if you're located in Ottawa. There is the mental health crisis line that you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number is 613-722-6914. Or if you're mm-hmm. outside of Ottawa, which I'm sure there are many listeners who are, you can always call toll free at 1-866-996-0991. We want you to Just all mean. be safe and healthy so smart. and happy. So yeah, but definitely... Tune in again next week, and we hope you have the best week. Have a great week. Bye. All right. Bye.